Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 72, which we are recording on Tuesday, September 30th. And you may hear the sounds of Nani, the bird, in the background. She's very chatty today. She's blowing kisses. And, yeah, and having conversations. <laughs> and Boo is also in attendance. He's sitting over here on my felted bag, which he is adopting as his felted as cat his bed. felted cat bed, And yes. he's so majestic looking over here. So I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And what are you wearing today, Charlene? Did we say the date? Yeah, Tuesday, okay. September 30th. Sorry. The last day of September. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay, so I am actually wearing today my February lady sweater again. And because I have talked so much about that sweater, I'm actually going to talk about a different sweater that I wear quite frequently, but I realized I don't think has ever made it onto the what are you wearing segment mainly because it's a sweater that I wear as a jacket. I wear it out of the house a lot, and so I don't tend to wear it at home. I don't tend to wear it when I'm getting dressed to sit around the house and record. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. I shouldn't say sit around the house, but you know what I mean. So that sweater is called Leica, and it is by Isolde Teague, and I knit that sweater two summers ago, back in the summer of 2012, and I really actually do wear this sweater quite a bit. It is a lacy body sweater with a big hood and it's got double, it's not double breasted, but it's got double row of tiny buttons down the front. So I usually wear it a little bit open on the bottom, a little bit open on the top. It's tunic length, so there's a lot of buttons up in there. And I just feel like, it, The fact that I've never talked about it really isn't representative of how often I wear this sweater. It was a huge project, big project, lots of yardage. I look back on my project page and I used 1,608 yards out of the four skeins of Madeline Tosh Merino Light that I had. So basically 3.8 skeins almost the entire fourth skein because as I mentioned it's tunic length and then the other thing is it has the big hood and it also has this big border Mm -hmm. that goes around the button bands of the sweater it goes around the hood and then around the bottom of the sweater and you knit that all at once so you have a huge number of stitches on the needles. I don't even... It was crazy. I can't remember how many stitches are on the needles. I think I used two circular needles to do that. I think I had two, too. Yeah. I think that's the only way to do it unless you have one of those big, huge, big, huge, long needles. Like garden hose. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Because there are a lot of stitches. And then that button band is also knit double-stranded, if I recall correctly. so, So that eats up a lot of yarn doing that too because it's quite wide and it's garter stitch so and that uses stitch. up a lot of yarn yeah, too exactly and so i commonly joke about this sweater as being the sweater that broke me because <laughs> it was the summer that i first started having some of the um not carpal tunnel but Tennis elbow. Tennis elbow, yes. Tendinitis. Thank you very much. Tendinitis. That that I started feeling the strain of that when I was knitting the sweater. And I think it was because it had so many 
stitches on the needles and you were carrying the weight of the sweater as you were knitting around all of this border. Yeah, and I think the button or the edging button band in particular that Yeah. yeah exactly. Could exactly. probably exactly. broke you. That broke me. Yeah. <laughs> so I really love this sweater. I would really actually like to have another one. But would you need I, another one? I don't think I would. That's I wouldn't. that's the thing. I love the sweater. I love wearing the sweater. The enjoyment factor for knitting the sweater, <laughs> much lower, however. So I don't know. I would really like to have another one. So I keep thinking maybe what I need is a sweater that's similar, that fits that particular niche in my wardrobe. Tunic length, thin, fingering weight, with a hood, that kind of thing. Because mm -hmm. it typically fits into my wardrobe maybe on a casual day when I would be wearing something you I could wear, be wearing a sweatshirt although this is much nicer than a sweatshirt right. so something I just need to find something that will fit that niche in my wardrobe and maybe knit that as an alternative to a second one <laughs> or wear this lake more often yeah well I do wear it quite a bit so you know it's funny I would not want to knit a second one of those either and Yarnosaurus, Tanya, on Ravelry, she has knit so many of them. And I just, it boggles my mind. I at least I was going to bring that up because she has knit really cute variations too. She's made one, my, mine is a cardigan because I mentioned buttons. But she has done it as a pullover. I think there are even variations of short versions rather than tunic length. There there are a lot of variations. People have done a lot with that sweater. So it's worth taking a look at. It's really fun. But yeah, don't know if I would actually knit it again. Yeah, it's an investment I, in time. I want it again. <laughs> it's funny. A sweater in general is an investment in knitting time. Mm. It's not a quick win project. That one in particular, I remember, took me a long time because I had to set it down and I think mm -hmm. I knit whole sweaters in between yeah. actually finishing that. I think I might have knit mine right as we were beginning the podcast. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, mine took all summer, I'm noticing. It took from the beginning of June to the middle of August. Yep. So it did take quite a while. Really like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's Laika by Isolde Teague. And how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? I'm wearing a new finished object. Speaking of lacy sweaters, I am wearing my Hitofu Day, finally, which I knit in the Holstgarn yarn and their coast base, which is 55% wool, 45% cotton, in their seafoam green, green colorway, which is a huge deviation from my normal colorways. But Love the yarn. it looks so good on you. Does it? Thank yeah. you. I'm, you should wear green more often. I think I might be wearing green more often. It's it's almost like a love-hate thing. Like, I really want it to look good on me, but I'm so uncertain about it that I hesitate every time. But, you know, I just plunged in with this one. and You love, mean a love-hate thing about the color green. That's what I meant. Yes. yes sorry. <laughs> the color green. And this one is, it says seafoam green, but to me it's more like a deep leaf green. I don't see that as being seafoam green no, either. either. I see sea, or I commonly think of seafoam as a much paler 
Very pale green. Right. And this definitely is not. It's definitely, to me, more of a foresty green. Yes. But anyways, the sweater is beautiful. It, Absolutely beautiful. It's so pretty. It blocked out so perfectly. I mean, it's one of those yarn pattern combinations where you look like a knitting genius when you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and it really was not a difficult knit at all. I really, really enjoyed the knit. So I actually bound this off on my birthday morning, which was like, woohoo, you know, <laughs> it's almost like binding something off the day before New Year's so that you can cast something brand new on, on New Year's January Day. January 1st. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was that kind of feeling. And <clears throat> I can't say enough great things about this sweater. I really, really love it. I will definitely buy the yarn again. And I'm already thinking that I may knit another Hito Fude with my Lindy chain linen cotton blend yarn from Knit Picks, which is a dark gray color, because I think that would be, if I enjoy wearing this sweater as much as I think I will, this is the first time I've worn it, but if I do, all the gray and black sweaters in my wardrobe are the ones that are worn the most often because I have a lot of bright colored clothes, <clears throat> so they tone down the bright colored clothes. And if I like this as much as I do, I would definitely knit it again with a gray, which is kind of my neutral. Grays are my neutral. So love it. <clears throat> Absolutely love it. And thanks again to everybody who's knitting along in the Hito Fude thread in our group on Ravelry. There have been some gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous <laughs> versions. And Inez, oh my goodness, she's, I think right now she's knitting her fourth or her fifth. So beautiful variations on it. And I'm super happy with it. So Yay for Hitofu Day. And finally, I mean, how long was I stalking it and talking about it? So maybe you won't have to hear about Hitofu Day on the podcast for a while. Until we knit our seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what have you been stalking lately? I've been stalking a couple of things. One of them, we had talked about this sweater extensively, so you may be bringing it up too, but it is the Fickle Heart sweater. Oh, yes. By Justina Lorkowska. And that is a very recently published pattern part of her What the Heart Wants collection, which is a collection of four patterns. And the Fickle Heart is a cardigan knit in Malabrigo Rios, so a worsted weight yarn with set-in sleeves, seamless construction, cables and eyelets, and a hood. So maybe yeah. this will fit into my hood niche, into my wardrobe I don't know it's a little thicker sweater though so it probably isn't quite the same but Justina's sample is knit in the gorgeous English rose colorway which both Gail and I really mm, love and so gorgeous. we're drawn to the sweater both for the color and the design it just looks easy to wear it looks fun to knit it looks like something I would wear a lot and I do want to mention also, as Charlene said, that's part of a four pattern collection. And Justina was kind enough to donate a copy of that to a listener. So next episode, we will do a review of those four patterns. Hopefully we will have cast something on from it by then. And we will have a giveaway yes. for the collection, which Sounds all four good. patterns are beautiful. They are beautiful. I'm I in could, love with the shawl. I could, I make, I could wear them right all. Now. I know, me too. <laughs> I, I already have plans. Yes. <laughs> And so I have 1,200 yards of the Neighborhood Fiber Company Studio Worsted in the Palisades color, which is a lovely blue. And I was looking at it the other day, and I noticed that the blue, the Palisades blue, has both blues from the Pantone colors chart in it. 
for 2014 Paul. Oh, nice. It has blue, it's a tonal, so it has lots of tones in it, but it has both the royal blue tone and the bright cobalt tone. Wow. So I could, I could be wearing a color, <laughs> a fall color, if I got it on my needles right away. <laughs> I don't have enough. I'm only 60 yards short if I look at what the pattern calls for, but I need to clarify the yarn requirements on that because I noticed that in on Justina's project page for the sample that she knit, she says she made a size and then listed one skein less for the size she made that she, I don't know if I'm explaining this correctly. According to her project page, she used one skein less for her sample than what is called for in the pattern. So she may have rounded up. So maybe she rounded up. Maybe I need to send her a message and just double check on the yardage requirements because I think I have enough. Ooh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Because I have been looking for something to make out of this yarn and that looks like something that would be quite wearable. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and it's again, it's that sweatshirt niche that yes. <laughs> here in Santa Cruz, sweatshirts are quite popular. And Charlene and I both, I'm not going to say we've grown out of the sweatshirt wearing age, but no. we have so many hand knits, we'd rather wear those exactly. than sweatshirts. So. Exactly, yeah. I love the look. Hoodies. Exactly. <laughs> and then, okay, that was Fickle Heart by Justina Lorkowska. The second thing I'm stocking is a sweater from the fall... Amirisu, which I mentioned last episode as be, being a new publication out for the fall, something that's always fun to look through. And the pattern that I really liked is called Abuku by Olga Baraya Kefelian. And it's another open front cardigan. This one has a very wide collar. It's almost a shawl collar. I think you could fold it back as a shawl collar but because of the design, you don't want to. It's got this really cute, the collar, like I said, it's very wide and it has a design on it that the pattern describes as being a fun bubble pattern. So little circles set all the way from the bottom of the sweater all around the neck to the other side. Very, very cute. It's knit from the bottom up with set in sleeves in a sport weight yarn. And there are only two projects right now on Ravelry, the sample, and then another test knit. But I really like them both. Very cute. You know you can now get Amorisu printed as well? Yes. I, I think that would be a nice it. magazine to have. And I'm curious to take a look copy. at it. Yeah. yeah. It just the photography in it, in it is so pretty that yeah. it would be a nice one to it have. It would be. <clears throat> it would be. And then the last thing that I have been stocking is actually a crochet shawl called Ink Ripples by Elena Fedotova. And this, you know, circles, concentric circles. It's like the bubble pattern in the last pattern. This one has little circle motifs that are joined as you go, as you crochet. And it's just circle, 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 hence the name, the Ink Ripples, because all these circles together look like something rippling out oh. and it's a neat pattern because it can be she has four different shapes in one pattern a scarf a stole a shawlette and then a larger shawl so you're getting a lot of different options 
in one pattern. I don't have the pattern yet, so I can't say anything else about how it is crocheted, but it just looks something looks fun to make. What I really yarn? like. It is knit in or it is crocheted made in Malabrigo lace is oh. the sample. So it's a lace weight yarn and some of the other things other yarns that people have used have been the Knit Picks Shadow, the Drop Slice, Madeline Tosh Prairie, and then Cascade Yarns, Alpaca Lace. So common yarns, really easy to get your hands on most of those. Yeah. It just looks fun. Oh, I probably would want out. to make something small, but I like to keep the crochet love going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how about you? What are you stocking? Mostly I've been stocking hats because I went on a little bit of a binge this weekend. You know how I'm using up all the scraps. Mm -hmm. And there is a knit along called Hats for Kiddos. And it's sponsored by the Caffeinated Knitting Podcast, which is one I don't watch that often. But Dana of Just One More Row Podcast mentioned it in one of their last episodes. And it's for a great cause. One of the podcasters of Caffeinated Knitting works with developmentally disabled children ages one to three in Tennessee. And there are 300 kids in this program and that, that includes some brothers and sisters. And so their knit along for this season is to knit 300 hats for these children. And I thought, what a sweet idea. So in Santa Cruz, we don't really have a need for hats other than if you wanna be fashionable. Mm -hmm. It's often not that cold. The hats I normally knit, I bring to the homeless shelter because, yeah, if you're sleeping outside, it's going to be cold. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you don't see too many hats. So the ability to knit hats for people who need them because they live in a cold place really appealed to me. So in the FO section, you'll hear about some of the hats I'm knitting. But I have a lot of hats queued right now, and my goal is to knit five, and I've knit three so far. So hats for kiddos, stocking is heavy. And then... Apparently, I'm on a hat binge because <laughs> there's a new pattern called the Kawea hat by Veronica Parsons. It's a free hat on Ravelry, and it calls for DK weight yarn. But I'm going to do a knit along with Candy Skein yarns. Tammy from Candy Skein is hosting a knit along, and I have a skein of her Juicy Sport in the Mulberry colorway that will be perfect for this hat. The hat is beautiful. It's cablicious, and it has a pom-pom of course you have to do the pom-pom <laughs> it's just beautiful it's a beautiful hat slouchy oh, take a look it's really pretty so the Kawea hat that knit along starts on October 1st so I'm thinking if I don't wear the hat because slouch hats and I don't get along so well <laughs> it'll be a perfect Christmas gift hat mm -hmm. so that one I've been stalking and Hohe just released a book of five hat patterns $10 for all five hat patterns. That's two bucks a pattern. You don't really get much of a better deal than that. But all five of them instantly went into my queue. <laughs> there is one that's all over lace. There is one that's color work. There is one that's cables and baubles. There is one that is a really cool stripe pattern that's like half stockinette, half garter. Or it's like half stockinette, half reverse stockinette. So that's the one that went into the top of my queue. I want to knit that for hats for kiddos for sure. Just downsize it. And there is one. Okay, so we had lace, cables, stripes. 
there was like one to appeal to every type of knitting you may want to do. Color work, don't remember the fifth one right now. But definitely check out, I think it's, what's the pattern book called? Hats off for fun. I don't remember. Sorry. I meant to write it down, but I was so excited. It just came out this morning and I was so busy queuing and and imagining the yarn combinations that I forgot to write it down in my excitement. So definitely check out Hohi's new hat book. And the last thing I'm stocking is the Axis Mitts pattern by Samantha Roshak, which is, I think, a $3 for purchase pattern on Ravelry. And that was a birthday gift from Lori, who is Strawberry Frog. So thank you very much, Lori. They're really cute. They are a garter stitch that's knit flat, but instead of going lengthwise, like the patterns I've been knitting lately, it goes widthwise. And it when you seam it, you seam it kind of on an axis, thus it's the axis mitt. So it's kind of at a slant on the back of your hand with a lot of little tiny buttons that go along it. And my awesome friend Charlene for my birthday, she got the coolest buttons made. They are wooden buttons that say the Yarniacs podcast on them. They're the coolest things I've ever seen. I was like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. So I am going to use my littler buttons on my mitts. So I'm super excited about knitting those. I cannot wait. And those are the, again, the Axis Mitts by Samantha Roshak. So I have the information about the Hohe hat collection. It was just released this morning. It is called Hat Seasons, Five Hats for All Tastes by Hohe. And there are two color work hats. Actually, I'm not sure if this one, I haven't. One is stranded knitting and one is just stripes, I believe. Okay, then this one must be done in just, yeah, it's done in arco Oh, so yeah, that's a textured slip stitch one. Okay. That's beautiful. So I wasn't sure if it was actual color work or just colorful yarn. but Colorful it's ar- yarn. arco which is all the colors of the rainbow, obviously. Yep. So that one is very colorful. And that's then my second And a striped, a, color, a stranded color work, a lace, and a cable weave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to knit all five of those for sure. They're just, they, they all look fun. Yeah. Fun. And just hats are such a quick, instant gratification. Yeah knit especially and, this time of year and those are knit in worsted and dk weight yarns i believe mm-hmm. there may have been the color work one may be fingering but i think most of them are either in worsted or dk so that means they'll go by quickly too because you're using thicker yarn with bigger needles yeah the color work one is actually done in madeline tosh tosh merino light okay so that one is fingering weight so quite a variety like i said different styles to appeal to every type of knitter and all different weight errands, which is very cool. So that's what I'm stocking, mostly hats. Okay. What are you knitting lately? Speaking of Hohi Locatelli, <laughs> I am knitting on my Magnolia cardigan, which I haven't been working on that much during this last couple of weeks because I've been obsessed with my blanket project that you'll hear about in the next segment. But the Magnolia cardigan, same cardigan that Gail knit, it's a big tunic length, kind of a basic button front, big V cardigan. And I'm actually through the body, did the sleeves, and I need to figure out my button band now as soon as I get my hands on some little buttons that will work. (laughs) Because there's a lot of buttons. There's a lot of sweater, but there's a lot of buttons. I think 
11 buttons and Gail I think said she used nine. So I need to figure out how many buttons I want to use. Purchase said buttons and then I can figure out the placement for the buttonholes and everything else. I wear so, my Magnolia a lot. Yeah, and, and I think that's the kind of sweater that I can just wear a lot, very easy. And I made it in a yarn that's a color that I absolutely love, that I'm hoping I will get a lot of use out of. So I just need to get those buttons. Once again, I'm at the finish line without buttons. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ongoing trend. It is, it is. So that is the only thing I'm actually working on right now. Really? You're only, you only have one thing on yeah, the Yeah, that's why I'm swatching. Because I need to cast something else on. Wow. It's because I just finished the big project. Right, right. So, what are you knitting? I am knitting right now. My birthday cast-on sweater was Monomania. It won out, and I cast it on, I actually cast it on the day after my birthday because I was on, in a hat frenzy. But I am loving this pattern. It's by Ann Weaver, and it is Chevron's. And it's written for four colors, but I'm doing it in three, and I'm using my neighborhood fiber company Rustic Fingering Yarn, and I'm just loving it. I'm just now finishing the second stripe. It's a bottom-up sweater, and the sleeves are seamed in, so I'm kind of already in a cold sweat about doing that well. <laughs> but anyway, we'll I'll, I'll run that test when it comes. But anyway, super fun pattern. It's just a two row repeat chevron pattern. So it's pretty simple knitting and it's a 37 page pattern, but don't let that scare you because wow. what she did is she made it very clear per size how to do the waist shaping without disrupting the chevron pattern. <laughs> so a lot of the pattern is broken out by particular size. So Oh, in my okay. case, I just printed so, certain pages oh, that applied okay. to my size. Okay, so that's less scary. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. The the thirty seven pages you are not required to use all of them, regardless right. what size you are. So, anyway, super super loving this project. The other thing I cast on since last episode is the daughter approved cowl, which I was stocking last week. That is a new free cowl pattern by Susan Ashcroft, who is the genius behind Stitch Nerd, so the TGV Chalette and many, many others. I am using my Shasta Daisy Knits yarn, which is her Crown MCN DK base in the Azalea colorway, and I'm having so much fun knitting that. It is... Isn't it lovely yarn? Oh, the yarn is heavenly. <laughs> it feels so good. And the color, it's this beautiful bright pink that just makes me so happy. And the pattern itself is a combination, the bottom and top she calls the rolls, and it's basically a combination of pearls and knits that give you a roll, it looks like there are two rolls at the bottom and the top of the cowl. And the middle of the cowl is just knit two, purl two, knit two, purl two, and then you switch that off every second round. So it gives it just enough texture in the mm -hmm. body of the shawl, uh, body of the cow to be interesting. And it's a super mindless knit. It's beautiful yarn. I'm really enjoying that project. And by the time this goes live, I will have cast on the inner piece shawl by Hohe. Oh, he's the nice. star of the show today. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be doing it along with Lori Strawberry Frog for that one, but she's hot on her design, her Outlander project that she's right. doing. So <laughs> she may or may not cast on with me, but I need to get that on the needles if I'm going to finish it by 
the November 1st knit-along deadline right. for Hohe's fall knit-along. Oh, I forgot to mention that, too. That's my Magnolia cardigan is for that knit-along. So. Yep. And I had originally planned to use my Invictus yarns in that beautiful, bright turquoise color, yeah. but it's very similar to one of the colors in the Monomania that oh. I'm using. And so I've decided I have a skein of yarn in my stash that's been there for a long time. It's Miss Babs Ephemeral Base, which is a fingering weight BFL silk base. And it's in a beautiful gray that will go with everything in my wardrobe. So I'm actually planning to use that for the inner piece shawl. So we'll be twins. We'll both have gray <laughs> inner piece shawls instead of the turquoise. And then I'll use the turquoise for another larger shawl. Yeah. So that's my plan as of today, of course, subject to change based on mood. When the cast on finally hits, I have three different contenders for the yarn and I had them all out yesterday. And the clincher was that when I pulled out the ephemeral, it was already wound into a ball oh. because I thought, oh, I have to wind the yarn and, uh, well, it's already wound. So I think that finally it's sealed the deal go. for me. Exactly. <laughs> it was like a sign. So those are the projects that I have on the needles right now. And now I know you finished something since the last episode. I did. I finished that big, huge chevron color black, color block blanket that I had just put on the needles a couple weeks ago, I believe. I did not bring the blocking wires. Oh. You didn't send me a reminder email. I didn't. Oh, I was supposed to bring my blocking wire today so Charlene could block the blanket. Well, it's off the needles. And I did finish it very quickly. I had just started it before the last podcast. Part of the reason I was able to finish it so quickly is because I got obsessed with it, number one. And I, I was knitting only on that. I had been worried. I really had been worried that it was going to be too repetitive. I was going to get bored and it was going to become a bit of a slog. Fortunately, it didn't. And I was really happy to keep going and keep going. And, you know, when that fire strikes and you are all happy to keep knitting on the project, I have found that the best thing to do is to let everything else languish and go with it. Because Dishes, children, laundry, because no, just <laughs> you'll finish. Number one, you'll finish. Number two, you'll enjoy it. And the project just flew off the needles. It ended up, I originally had planned to use six skeins of yarn because it turned out so big, I was able to pull back and I only needed five skeins of yarn, which meant instead of 1,680 yards, it was wow. only 1,400 yards. Only 1,400 yards. You knit that much yardage in like a week and a half? About two weeks. Wow. Yeah. And it was so fun. And I love the colors. It's Dragonfly Fibers Traveler in their winter woods colors there's a color a b and c so you have a light medium and a dark the two darks are brown and the lightest color is a pale gray i used three stripes or three color block sections of the pale gray one color block section of the medium brown and one color block section of the dark brown alternating and just just love it it was partially the yarn too that uh dragonfly fibers traveler i just cannot stress how nice it is to work with this yarn it's a dk weight that i because i was knitting the blanket and i wanted it early loose and because i had knit the previous blanket in traveler i knew 
the look that I was going for. So I was able to knit with big to me needles, which are US size eight, and the yarn just felt good. That's knit awesome. up fast and knit like a dream. And I love the finished result. I posted a picture on my Instagram account and then I posted a picture. It's not even a, a finished object picture on Ravelry, but I'm just, I love looking at it. Love it. I missed that picture on Instagram somehow. Oh, you did? Yeah, I'm going to have to go <laughs> and stalk I you. I hope that the recipients will like it as well. Oh, they will. I hope to get it blocked. Not? And the wedding is actually coming up in about a week and a half. I don't know if I'll have it finished blocking by then, but it will be close. So we'll make sure that's fine for me. Gets <laughs> You're working at the shop on Thursday? I'll bring them down. Okay. We'll get you those block, blocking wires. I'm really happy with it. Very, very excited to have finished it on time. Yeah. <laughs> so how about you? Have you finished anything? I have. I finished, in addition to Hitofu Day, I finished my Obsidian as well by Lisa Much. And oh my gosh, I can't wait until it gets cold so I can wear that sweater. It is fantastic. Cool. And you know what was very funny? I don't know if y'all remember this, but... When I first started stocking that pattern, I said, I may not knit it because my husband and my son both said, that's hideous. You'll never wear that. <laughs> well, when I had it on after it was finished, Max said, wow, that's really pretty. It looks really good on you. And I said, okay, <laughs> not going to listen to them in the future. So I thought that was a pretty funny conclusion it to that funny. part of the saga. But it's a beautiful sweater. I, I'm definitely going to knit another one. I already have some... Tosh Merino Light in the Oceana colorway, which is basically the same color as one of the stripes in my Monomania, that I will use for another one of those because this one is gray and I want a bright one too. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely going to knit another. It's got the big cowl neck that is turning up everywhere. Mm -hmm. I was looking, looking, we were looking for something specific the other day and I was walking through clothing store and in the women's section all the sweatshirts sweaters and t-shirts had big cowl necks on them yeah. <laughs> so it's very very in for it's a very in look for the fall yeah and this one it's a drapey cowl neck mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. <clears throat> you knit the cowl on much larger needles in the body of the sweater and the style of the sweater you can either wear the cowl draped around your neck or the neck it opening is wide enough that you can pull it off one shoulder or you can pull it off both shoulders, flash dance style. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing around with that a lot. It's a really fun sweater. I love it. The next thing I finished was the number nine hat cowl by Steven Berg. And that is a really easy, fun, quick knit. I used a skein of Madeline Tosh DK Twist in the Coquette colorway, which is one of my favorite pinks. And you basically do a twisted rib at the top and the bottom, and then the body of it is stockinette, knit in the round. And then you do eyelets up at the top, and you you make like cord. You twist the yarn together until it double back doubles back over itself. Weave oh, that through the eyelets so you can wear it around your neck like a cowl, or you can pull it up over your head, cinch the tie closed, mm -hmm. which has tassels at the ends, of course, and wear it as a slouchy hat. So double functionality there and I love it I just I knew I would because the yarn is so beautiful mm -hmm. I don't know 
how often I'll wear it or if I'll end up gifting it to someone, I'm gonna to have to see because again, it's just not something that I think I'll have great need for here. But oh, is it pretty? It's And it was a super simple pattern to do too. So if you need something, you travel knitting, purse knitting that fits into a small place, it, you don't have to think, you just go round and round and round. So I highly recommend it. The next three that I finished were all because of the Hats for Kiddos Knit Along and they were all free patterns. The first one I did was the garter ear flap hat and it's a free pearl Soho pattern and it's mostly knit in the round and I used my Red Heart Gumdrop yarn. It's in a really bright pretty colorway. It's pinks so with pops of purple and yellow and blue and it just looks so cheery for a child. It looks pretty big to me but there have to be some three-year-olds with the fairly large I head, right? I think that will fit. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good size. And it has little tiny ear flaps. They're not very big ear flaps, but it was a really simple knit and it has a nice finished look to it. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be it fun does. for it's a child really to wear. Yep. And super quick knit because it's worsted weight yarn on big needles and it is garter stitch. So you do a knit round and a purl round since you're knitting in the round, but I didn't find that to be troublesome at all. You know, you just have to switch. No yeah. big deal. The next one is the Golden Pear Hat, which I've knit before. This is a free pattern by Melissa Thompson of Sweet Fiber Yarns. And it's a colorwork hat that is the most simple colorwork you'll ever find. So if you've never tried colorwork, perfect chance to start it because it's a baby-sized hat, so it's small. I knit this mostly in an afternoon. We had a cross-country meet on Friday, cast it on in the car on the way home cast it off I think before dinner that night that's how quick it was so cute and it used up some of my scraps of yarn and it's in the brightest orange I've ever seen in a yarn it's Madeline Tosh's push pop colorway and her cobalt is the color work blue in the middle and I ran out of the orange so the top of the hat is purple so it's super cute and then the last one I did is called the helix striped hat another free pattern by Corey Purdom and this one is just really simple ribbed bottom and then you stripe it and then you knit the top and decrease. It was again really fast. This is the one I knit on my birthday and it just made me feel good to know that I was knitting for someone's head that wasn't going to be cold this winter. Mm -hmm. So and this one used up three different chunks of yarn that I had sitting around. Nice. So, yeah and it doesn't even look like this was an accident. The top gray is not the same gray that's in the stripes. But it blends oh, well enough that it tell. looks like it is. Yeah, it's so tonal on the top yeah. that you really can't tell. Totally blends in. So three fabulous hat patterns. I highly recommend them all. And each of them was a very, very quick knit. So I hope you all will check those out. Okay, is it time for prizes? It is. We wrapped up the <laughs> Colors of Fall 2014 knit-along. Yay! <laughs> we had 111 entries. And many of those entries had more than one project in the entry. So what I did is I did the random number generator, 2 through 112, and picked all the winners. And we're going to go through the list of winners and tell you who they are and what they won. And Charlene's pulling up our spreadsheet right now. There were 17 prizes. So this will take a minute. Hang in with us. And I also wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who participated. Beautiful, beautiful finished objects, everyone. Just fantastic inspiration in that thread. And I also wanted to apologize for my mix-up at the end 
of the knit along. I had to reopen the thread because I had said we'd close it Sunday the 22nd. Oh, and that's right. Monday was the 22nd. That, right. So, well, oops. But actually, you were accurate because you said Sunday the 22nd at 12 a.m., I think. So that would have been. Yeah. I don't know. But I think the confusion was, since the 22nd was Monday, people thought that they had all day Monday, so I didn't want, you know, people who had been talking about participating the whole time hadn't had a chance to put their project in the FO thread, so. It worked out. It did work out. So. So Here we go. Okay, do you want to do the even or odd? Go ahead. Okay, so the first winner wins a pattern by Anna Marie Otvos, and that was Kelsey, who is Kelsey Leftwich, and she's the one I mentioned on the podcast a few episodes ago, who knit a sweater for her fiance and a top for herself. So you win a pattern. Second is Sally, who is Sally from Idaho. She won a pattern from Martina Bem. The next one, any pattern from Hohi, and that's Christine, who is Zilator on Ravelry. A pattern from Isabel Kramer was won by Linda, who is Naughty 54 Knitter on Ravelry. And I have to say for her, that is so funny because she knit the On the Beach sweater, which is a pattern by Isabel Kramer. And she was the very last person to enter her finished object. So yay. Yay. So now she'll get to knit another. Exactly. (laughs) And the next person wins a pattern from Boo Knits and Alex under Dutch skies. Yay for your Imagine Wind Shawl. We know Alex in real life, so... And then, let's see, Melissa, who is Melissa Martin on Ravelry, has won the Rayoon pattern from Kirsten Johnstone. And Susan, who is Skin Ooey, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, on Ravelry, you win a Kelly Brooker pattern, which is also funny because she knit the Newborn Vertebrae pattern, which is by Kelly Brooker and a matching hat. (laughs) What are are the chances, right? (laughs) Let's see, Kaisley has won a Helen Stewart pattern for a sweater that was her own design, which was lovely. Yeah, yay, Kaisley. And from Estella, who is One More Row, Please, on Ravelry, Suzanne, who is S-U-S-K-Y-R-E, you win a pattern from Estella, who is One More Row, Please. And then Paige, who is... Faya P.L. Faya P.L. on Ravelry, has won a pattern from Estella, a.k.a. One More Row, please. Yep. And now we're into the yarn prizes. So the first yarn prize goes to Amy, Quixotic Pixels. Good job. You got Mm -hmm. the Dragonfly Fibers. It's beautiful single-ply pixie fingering in the heliotrope colorway. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I have ordered some for myself. (laughs) (laughs) And let's see, Deborah, who is Golden Girl on Ravelry, you have won a skein from Western Sky Knits. It's her 50-50 fingering in Rock Girl. And Charlene also has a sweater quantity of Rock Girl in her I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next one goes to Debbie, who is Knitting Hawk. It's a skein of Miss Babs, and Miss Babs is sending our yarn right now, so we don't know exactly what it's going to be. So it'll be a mystery prize. Mystery yarn from Miss Babs. Yep. Also goes to Marsha, who is Marshaft on Ravelry for her hitchhiker shawl. And so you guys both get mystery Miss Babs yarn. It'll be beautiful (laughs) no matter what it is. Now the next one is Dye for Yarn, yarn, and it's a beautiful black 
50% merino, 50% silk. That one goes to More Jam, and you don't have your first name on Ravelry, so More Jam, congratulations. And Terry, who was holiday on Ravelry, has won a skein of dye for yarn in the Merlot colorway. Oh, it's beautiful. Yay. It's also 50-50. It's a beautiful base. And the last prize goes to Laura, who is Laura Knits PA. She knit three shawls and the whispers top. So she had an incredible line of fall accessories and a fall top for the colors of fall. And you win the skein of Jinx yarn, which is in a beautiful teal colorway. And I don't know the exact name, it's behind me, but it's to die for. So congratulations, everybody. It was really fun. And it was really fun also to see some of the winners who, you know, either you won a pattern from the same person you knit from, or a lot of the people who contributed a lot in the threads also won, which is always a good feeling because, you know, it's a little karma. You contributed to the threads, <laughs> you played along, and you won something cool. So yeah, thank neat. you so much to everyone who participated and to all of the fabulous people who donated prizes. We really appreciate it. And we hope you love your new fall look and we'll wear it. Yes, definitely <laughs> wear them. And hopefully next year, the colors will be a little more enticing because that was what a lot of people didn't yeah. participate because they yeah. didn't like the colors. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes next year. But congratulations, everybody. <laughs> okay, and today we are going to do a review. We are going to talk about a book that we've been sitting on for a little while now because a lot of podcasters also talked about it too. And we wanted to talk about, wait a little bit, talk about it after we had had a chance to look through the patterns and look at lots of projects on Ravelry, yes. <laughs> of course. And that is a book by Alana Dacos called Botanical Knits 2. It is a collection of 13 patterns, four sweaters, three hats, three shawl or scarves, two mitts, and one little decorative leaf. <laughs> I think the leaf is very cute. Yeah, it is. It would be neat to make a garland of leaves. Yes. And if you look on the Ravelry page for this book, the first thing you'll probably be struck with is just the fact that it's a beautifully color-coordinated, very cohesive collection. Looks all the all the colors go well together, and it's just it's fun to look at, and it's fun to look at all the projects too, of course. And this book is, as the name implies, a follow up to the very popular first edition, her Botanical Knits, that was released a couple years ago. And I have to say, when you you mentioned the amazing color scheme of the designs, I think that's one of Alana's strengths is the mm. fact that. Her attention to detail is immaculate and it shows in all of her publications because they are just appealing to look at. They're well laid out. They have a lot of white space, so they're easy to read. They're very visually appealing. And the fact that she uses all the right colors to do that is just another, to me, it's another check off of how detail oriented she mm -hmm. is. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm so impressed with her publications. Yeah. This one not being an exception. It's just fabulous. And, you know, one of the other attention to detail things. So this has become popular for eBooks that there's actually a button you can click to take you to the Ravelry project page. Mm -hmm. She also has a button, K-A-L, that will take you to the knit along 
page in her botanical knits two thread, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's a neat it's little twist. Neat. Yeah, and I like to see people using the technology because it's so simple to link any URL from a PDF. So it's nice to see people taking advantage of what's available. Yeah, and it didn't occur to me to try to click on the yarn, and now I'm not connected to the internet here, but I would suspect with Alana that she probably also has the yarn linked. I wouldn't be surprised if you tried. can click on the yarn and it takes you to the Ravelry page for the yarn or mm. something like that. I'm trying to see if it's a link in my PDF. But what were some of your favorites? Well, I wanted to mention Sprig because that is the most popular design from the book. Popular in terms of most projects knit. As of today, there are 200, 268 sweaters, Sprig sweaters listed on Ravelry. And that one is a pullover knit in Quince and Company Owl with a leaf motif around the neckline. Very lovely. That was one of my favorites too. And the the elbow, the sleeves go just below the elbow, seamless, snug fit. Very nice. And it's knit in a worsted weight yarn, so it would be a fairly quick knit. There's also, she said there is dart-like shaping for the waist and the bust in that pattern which I thought was a nice design detail, too. That was one of my notes here. Hmm. Just a nice little touch. Yeah. You know? yeah. And the yarns are hyperlinked, so you can actually click on both the yarn she used and the alternate. She gives an alternate yarn suggestion for each of the patterns, and you can click on each of those. I'm assuming they bring you to Ravelry, but I can't tell because I'm not on the internet. Oh. So Sprig was one of my favorites. See, that was the top of my list, too. I think she actually did a pre-release of that pattern. So if you pre-ordered the book, you got that pattern in advance or something like that, which mm -hmm. may account for why there are why a lot more, more projects yeah. for that one. Yeah. And then another piece that I was really drawn to is the Bare Branches sweater coat. <laughs> Gail and I were lucky enough to see the sample live at Stitches West this past February. And we can attest that it's a beautiful beautiful knitted garment it has it's called a sweater coat because it's big it has an a-line skirt to it with a rounded back hemline and it's definitely something that for our climate we would probably wear more as a coat than a, a sweater with a coat over it or i mean we would wear it as a coat right we would wear it outside as a coat rather than yes okay <laughs> unless it was raining and then you'd smell like a wet sheet yeah. <laughs> and then the really nice feature of this sweater is that underneath the hood, it's got a really beautiful tree motif going on there, which you can't see unless, well, you can't see if, if you're wearing the hood down. If you pull the hood up onto your head, then you see the tree. So it's reminiscent of those hoodies that have the advertising on the back or right. the design on the back. I always wonder about that because when I was doing hoodies for one of my kids' schools, I said, well, what's the point of having the school logo on the back if no one can see it because nobody ever pulled the hood up unless it was really, really cold. Right. And consequently, they ended up, when they did another order, we lowered the logo so that the logo could be seen. 
But she says in the design description that that was intentional. She, oh, yes. Yeah, it's a hidden this, this feature. This is intentional, yeah. and actually I really like it on this sweater because I just feel like it's this little secret thing yeah. when you pull the hood on. I quite like it. I pull up the hood, and it's like, ooh, yeah. ah. Yeah, and I like the styling of the sweater in terms of the loose bottom, the mm-hmm. A-line yeah. skirt to the sweater, and then it has a three-button closure. I always like sweaters that have the top button closures that's just me and it's very sweet really nice little sweater it's knit in is it the felted tweed yes it's the rowan felted tweed Aran. so it's a fairly chunky yarn but it's also a really light yarn the felted tweed Aran is 50 percent wool 25 alpaca and 25 percent viscose and it's a very light and airy yarn when you feel it so consequently the garment feels very light and it's not dense it's not a dense fabric yeah it's i'm trying to just trying to figure out a way it's lofty lofty that's a good word <laughs> and this one is knit in pieces and seamed as well so it would be a manageable when you're knitting it in pieces it's just a manageable task it's, because okay now i'm gonna hit the garment. back now yeah. i'm gonna hit the front you know left front now i'm gonna hit the right front it's just you can break it down yeah one of my favorites is actually a pair of mitts it's the twigs and willows mitts which are knit in fingering weight yarn and they actually are designed to match the twigs and willows sweater from botanical knits one but i just love them they're simple and they have just a nice little leaf motif on the back that's kind of the lower half of your hand and they're just cute. I definitely wanted a pair of these. Mm-hmm. Probably they'll probably be gifts. Although fingering is probably something we'd wear here more mm-hmm. in California than worsted, but they're just really pretty. They're very pretty, which is another thing I like about Alana's pattern. She often incorporates something that's just very feminine and pretty. And I like that whether it's just like a little motif somewhere or you know, like sprig, it's just a little motif around the neckline and, mm-hmm. you know, some little pretty pop somewhere. Yeah. And then the piece that I thought I would knit is called the Hanging Leaves Shawl. <laughs> That's the other one is I have, too. Is that the one you have, too? <laughs> it's just a plain stockinette shawl, but the really nice feature is it's got these little leaves that she calls a, a scalloped leaf border but the leaves just hang down very lightly and so there's movement to the shawl you can see that the little leaves would move with you as you've moved very differently from a shawl that has um, a, a tightly knit on border kind of thing and it's just a sweet little piece it takes almost 600 yards I believe for the stockinette portion and I have a couple of skeins of 600 yard fingering weight yarn. So I just need to find a contrast color. That's the other thing. You can do the leaves in a contrast color or a matching color, just a different color. I need to find something to go along with one of those skeins that I have, and I may cast on that one. Well, this one was a lace weight project too. She used um, Fiber Company Meadow, mm-hmm. which, which I love, I really love yeah. the yarn, yes. That's the yarn I used for my Imagine Wine. And I've been wanting to knit with it ever since seeing Charlene's finished shawl because it's just so pretty. It's a very unique yarn. It is. It's got every fiber in there. Yeah. (laughs) Not every fiber. That's a bit of an exaggeration. But but it's got a lot of different fibers in there. 
and it has, I believe it's linen that has some slubs in it. So the yarn has a little bit of a texture too, and the slubs are a pale off-white color. So you get a little text or a little tonal interest in there as well. Yeah, very beautiful yarn. And you stole my favorites, so. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Although I really, I was tempted to put another pair of mitts and some of the hats on my favorites list, too. Because yeah, I could have, too, but I listed it and we ended up Yeah, I did three. I did my top three. <laughs> but the hats are, again, typical Alana style. They have beautiful all-over lace mm-hmm. motifs that are leaves. And I just love, she doesn't always do leaves, but botanical knits implies plants and leaves. And I think one of them slouchy and then there's at least one beret and I really like the hats I will definitely knit some of these hats as well and I think both pairs of mitts were really really cute they are no I really like them they're very cute so, so overall check, thumbs up yes on botanical and definitely too. take a look because it just they're lovely to look at and the projects are fun to go through it's always fun to see how designers put collections together and what they picture being part of the collection something that's all for one season that kind of thing it's just fun yep very fun and alana was generous enough to donate a copy of the book as a podcast giveaway so we will have a thread open for this giveaway and we are going to try to be responsible podcasters and definitely have a winner chosen for the next episode so we (laughs) record on tuesdays which means that you'll have from Friday, which is I think October 3rd, until the Tuesday a week and a half later. Don't know the date. It will be October 14th. There we go. So you'll have a little week and a half or so. Yeah. And please tell us your favorite pattern from the book. And if you also have a yarn that you think you might use it for, it would be fun to hear that too. So please enter for a copy of Botanical Knits. That will be an electronic copy. And thank you, Alana. Thank you very much. Two announcements. Gail and I will be presenting at the Knitting Guild on October 14th, Tuesday evening, 6.30 p.m. and Thursday morning, October 16th at 10 a.m. If you are interested, you can find more details in our Ravelry group. And we are still planning on going to Lambtown on Saturday, this coming October 4th. Although by the time you hear this, that might be over. (laughs) So hopefully you will have heard the last episode. If you can make it, if you see us, come and say say hi, please. And we want to say one more thing about the retreat. If you haven't heard about the NorCal knitting retreat, please go check out the thread in our group for any details. And that's going to take place in April of 2015. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. And thanks again for all the participation in the Knit Along. We really had fun with it and appreciated it. We really enjoyed it. it. Okay, thanks for listening. Happy knitting. Yeah, happy knitting till the next time. Bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.